0: podcasting from the utsa business building ceo incubator this is the university of texas at san antonio collegiate entrepreneurs organization podcast a weekly show that interviews fellow student entrepreneurs professors and other special guests to help inspire and motivate young entrepreneurs and now your hosts founder of sitka eduardo gian and co-founder of Chiron william baldridge
1: Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of UTSA CEO podcast. Uh, I am your host, Eduardo Guillen. With me is uh, William Baldridge. Hello. And our special guest today is Miss Deborah. what's your last
2: name? Inojosa.
1: Deborah Hinojosa. All right, so first we're going to introduce ourselves, give us a little bit of background uh, as far as like entrepreneur and like what we're doing here. Uh, so first I'll start. My name is Eduardo Guillen. I am a senior here. I actually graduate in uh, December. And the company that I actually founded was in July, officially an LLC and, and whatnot, um, through legal LegalZoom, is Sitka. And Sitka uh, is basically, so a little bit of my background, I have three years working in emergency shelter management. So anytime there's like a refugee crisis or, or a very specific situation happening. Uh, have supervision and, like, management experience in that. And so uh, that's kind of what I know. Uh, why did I found Sitka? I it Sitka because I looked at the market as far as emergency preparedness kits. And I looked to FEMA. I looked to uh, different websites. And basically, for all intents and purposes, the market does not really have a high-quality very like meticulously designed emergency prepared kit. Uh, The stuff that I've seen from Amazon and other websites, it's just basically very, very expensive. And the quality is just not good at all. It's not up to par. There's no name recognition to it at all. Um, And yet still people buy them and they're $300 and sometimes $200 or even more. And the stuff that's in it is just, not very high quality so I saw this as an opportunity um as to create something for the market that's a little bit higher quality and something to start um so when did it happen actually I actually work in a pharmacy too so I actually have experience in pharmacy as well and what happened was actually I met someone in the pharmacy named Idka and the whole time I told her like oh that's such a cool name like where are you from and it was just the name that kind of caught my attention, and so I went home and I sat on that name, ITCA, ITCA, and I was just thinking about that name, and somehow I came up with the acronym SITKA, which is Situational Kits and Assets, and that's basically where it started, is just the whole concept of the name first, and uh, the company just formed that way. Um, So right now, it's not officially launched, and I'm hoping to officially launch Uh, Sometime this year, I'm just kind of waiting for a little bit more capital, a little bit more uh, security, so that if I do start, I do have everything, uh, all the ducks in a row. And uh, now I'm going to pass it to Mr. William.
0: Tell us about yourself. Hello. Uh, Obviously, I'm William. Uh, What I do, uh, I spent, prior to college, uh, about five years in the Army as an infantry guy. Infantryman. Um, And then before that, actually, I worked for my parents' security guard company, which now I'm vice president of and working on another idea, doing something with that, trying to make that more different than other security guard companies. Um, I'm a dual major here at UTSA. I graduate spring 2018. a degree in entrepreneurship and finance. And also, I'm currently trying to launch a biotech company called Chiron, as mentioned before, where I am business director, VP ish. We're not incorporated yet, so it really doesn't matter, but we're pursuing that, and it's a lot of fun. And I'm just doing things. <laughs> All right, so here's Deb.
2: <laughs> just doing stuff. Yeah. Uh, so hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Deb. Uh, let's see. A little bit of background about myself, I actually. was born in Mexico City, lived there until I was about nine. Uh, and then my parents moved me and my sister to San Antonio, and I've been here ever since. Um, my major is actually in kinesiology. And my minor is in entrepreneurship, so my passions are health and fitness, uh, but I've also always had uh, role models that uh, in my family that have been entrepreneurial. So my grandfather had, uh, he actually owned and ran his own architecture firm, uh, and uh, my, my dad and all my aunts and stuff, uh, they worked with him in that company, uh, so I've had that uh, example from very early on, uh, that you can be your own boss. You can run your own company. Um, so that's sort of been an inspiration for me throughout my life. Uh, one of my closest aunts was an entrepreneur of all kinds. She was an artist. Um, she was a biochemist. Uh, she was just all over the place with, with kinds of things she, she made money with. Um, she had like three different businesses. Um, so that, that was a really strong influence, uh, for me. Um, so as I went through my education and, and trying to figure out what I'm going to do with my life, um, I've worked for big companies. I've worked for small businesses. Um, and even though it's, it's a really interesting thing to work for someone and follow their dreams and follow their passions. Um, it's not, it's, it's not been something that I want to do for the rest of my life. I want to be the person in charge and I want to be the one, Uh, taking risks and and being creative and what it is that I'm doing so here I am uh, studying entrepreneurship and trying to do stuff Uh, so uh, yeah so that's that's a little bit about me it's just I I like uh, to get to know people try to spitball ideas and and see what I can come up with and and, in collaboration with other people so that's me.
1: Sweet. So if you hear us being a little bit nervous, actually, it's because it's our first episode. So if you're listening to this, you're actually an OG, you're a boss, you went back to this episode, and you can realize. And so the whole freaking theme of this first episode is the idea of starting. Um, Honestly, this is a topic, and this is especially for this episode, we're going to be probably going around the circle. And it's probably going to be dis- disorganized, it might be messy, and we might curse a little bit, but uh, that's it. So, so I guess I'll start off by saying um, I think one of the biggest issues that most people have, and I, I think I see it a lot, especially for entrepreneurs and especially for just young people, it's that a lot of people have ideas, right? So a lot of people kind of have this dream or they kind of have this, I guess, an entrepreneurial like spirit and an entrepreneur can be like different things. Like, I can, I can define entrepreneurial. And Will's going to tell you something different. Deborah's going to tell you something different. And a lot of people are going to say uh, different ideas. And I don't know, for me, on, to be an entrepreneur, it's someone who takes control of their life, whether it's in their own career. And it's somebody who learns, um, somebody who grows. It's somebody who is honest and, and just humble enough to know that they can do better, and they kind of look for feedback and see where it is that they can grow. Uh, to me, it's it's not necessarily so much about money per se. It's it's something of, of more of like a system that where people can become successful and comfortable, health wise, uh, mentally, physically, and uh, socially, financially. Um, so that's my broad definition of entrepreneur. But where I kind of Wanted to talk about is that hesitation. That hesitation of starting. And I think, I don't know, like I think too many people either get too attached to starting perfectly, right? Like they have this idea that, like, okay, no, it's it's a perfect app, but I need to have this much money and I need to have the website has to look this perfectly. And they have like these wild ideas in their head, which are probably awesome, like 10 out of 10. But the thing is, they'll never start it. So it's like a procrastination of, of like, no, it has to be a little bit better. It's like, the first of all, it's it's never going to be as good enough as you think, and because it's going to take time, and I don't know. It's just so many people. I kind of found myself in that situation for this podcast and for Sitka. It's like, no, like I can't start it. I can't because it's like we don't even have the microphone. Like we're totally bootstrapping with. Uh, a poopy microphone right now but but you know what we could have made a million excuses and excuses don't it's not fuel it's not gas there's no there's absolutely no gas in it because excuses are don't get you anywhere
0: what do you think well uh well i totally agree with that last part especially most people do make mistakes um or no, mistakes. Does. Not mistakes, not mistakes. I mean, I, I mean excuses. My bad. Oh, oh yeah, I don't make mistakes. Well, of course everybody makes. They make both. Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's definitely that tends to be the thing. Or even in the process of being too perfect or whatever for your thing, you just end up making excuses, like because it's not as perfect as you want it. Like. Yeah. That, it's never gonna be perfect. Nothing in life's perfect, so don't strive for perfection. Don't hate on people that ain't perfect either, you know? Type stuff. Um pretty much from my experience, ever since I ended up joining the army and stuff, it's just been kinda like just do things. Just do it. Just, just do, <laughs> do things. Stuff. Like not the <laughs> not to use the Nike slogan, because that's cliche just yeah yeah
1: it's like army just do stuff yeah just do stuff (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) army of one i remember that one (laughs) anyways Uh, so yeah just do stuff and uh, (laughs) i'll say it again like literally just just do stuff Yeah, that's pretty much it that's the only way you start things is if you just do things what's an entrepreneur to you though what's an entrepreneur to me um I think you said self-starter, didn't you? Uh,
1: yeah, someone who I takes think, control of my yeah,
0: Definitely someone, self-starter in all aspects, like self-taught, curious, just just someone that just like loves like just getting things done, making, making something, c- collaborating, not even necessarily actually physically making something, but just knowing people, <clears throat> making connections, and just making something like whether it's social or technological or just some hobby thing on the side, like some side hustle, it doesn't matter. Like that's an entrepreneur. Like little kids want to go sell some lemonade, you know, like that's just entrepreneurism right there. Like you don't need, you don't need fancy stuff. You don't need a fancy education. You just got to have the drive to get it started. Do something and then just teach yourself, talk to people, you know. That's all entrepreneurism. It is like it's just some new fancy word people just be throwing around and stuff now. Like it's, it's not that it's not that special. Not that yeah. Yeah. So like anyone can do it. You just gotta wanna do it. So just do it. <laughs>
2: Deb. Yeah. So I'm definitely kind of in the camp of of those people that that do sometimes make the excuse like, oh, no, it's not perfect enough. I, I got to wait a little bit. Like, I've just got to do this one thing or tweak it this way or I'm not quite ready. Uh, and I think that's I mean, I think that's OK at some point. It's just knowing when to get over that thought of like, oh, I need to make it just a little bit more perfect and actually just going for it. So I definitely am of the sort that like I have to make myself get over my sort of obsession with perfection. Um, and that's very much part of like my personality is, uh, I don't feel like something's ready until it's perfect, uh, which obviously I'm aware of that the fact that, you know, it's, that's not realistic and that's not really ever going to happen. Perfection is unreal. It's, it's, it's not, a, it, yeah, it's not real. Um, so I, but I definitely have to make the effort. I, I have to push myself. And, and that's something that I've kind of become skilled at not so much in doing it myself, but in surrounding myself with people that are going to push me because I know that sometimes <coughs> I'm going to be a coward and I'm going to need somebody else to push me off the plane. Um, so that's why I'm like here with Eddie and, and Will. These are two people that have just pushed me off the plane and said, you know what, like no excuses, just do it. Just do it. So yeah, that's our slogan for, for right now is, uh, you know, do, do, stuff. Stuff, <laughs> do stuff, do stuff, do um, stuff. Mm. And that's definitely something that I've been doing, for example, this summer, you know, I've, I've been just pushed off the plan and doing stuff like the CEO podcast and like actually being president of CEO. That's definitely not somewhere that I planned to be. It's not somewhere that I put myself in. It was definitely a situation where somebody asked me, approached me, and they were like, so are you going to step up or not? And I was like, well, you know what? <clears throat> I know it's going to be really uncomfortable and I'm going to be scared out of my pants, but I'm going to do it. And I am yeah. like, the, yeah, I accepted the challenge. And the first thing I did was go talk to people that I knew were going to push me. Um, so I surrounded myself with a team of people that, that I knew were going to make it impossible for me to, to hide behind that need of perfection. They were going to just push me, push me, and push me some more. Um, so I think that's also an entrepreneurial thing is, is knowing that you have shortcomings and being smart enough to surround yourself with people that can fill those, those gaps. Um, so it's, it's not necessarily that you do it all. Um, because I think that's also a misconception when it comes to the way people think about entrepreneurism is that you are the self-starter and you're by yourself and that's absolutely not the case with any sort of entrepreneur you're always with a team there's always someone that got you where you are Um, exactly exactly. so so that's kind of my two cents on entrepreneurship (laughs) it's it's not just having the ideas it's not just having the the skills or the know-how it's also Understanding that that you need to rely on people, and I think that's something that I'm pretty good at is is finding people and surrounding myself with those that I need. So yeah, that's that's me, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, so uh, we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, I would say a commercial break, but might <laughs> be sponsored. So we're just gonna take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. All right, well, welcome back to the show. Uh, Also, a quick message, since we don't have any sponsors or advertisers, if you would like to sponsor uh, this podcast, go ahead and go to the website, which is, uh, what was it?
2: Roadrunnerceo.com.
1: Right, so roadrunnerceo.com and get in contact with us. It's a nonprofit, so your money will go for a good cause to support this channel. All right. So coming up, we got continuing the theme about starting things, and kind of the next topic is bootstrapping, Uh, exactly what we're doing right now. So the way that we have this set up is this is a really it's just a microphone that I have. It's not necessarily a high quality one or anything like that. And typically, when you envision a podcast, you envision a studio with uh, soundproof walls and. These expensive microphones and um, headphones and whatnot. But you know what? This is the whole part of starting. Sometimes you don't have that budget. In fact, most of the time, people never have the budget that they want. Um, So the whole concept of it is, um, I think the book that really inspired me right now, and it's the one I have in front of me, is called The Art of the Start by Guy Kawasaki. Uh, Guy Kawasaki was like one of the founders of Apple computers, and whether you hate him or love him, uh, they did create quite an empire. So he does a lot of uh, business consulting and whatnot. And beginning of the book, it's just basically saying you should not really be strategizing too much, uh, which sounds contradicting. But you should always be selling. You don't. You don't need to strategize about selling. You don't need to create this perfect business plan because you're essentially procrastinating. Um, and I, I found I took that to heart so much because it's like if you're not making mistakes, you're not even trying, period. Um, I can tell you right now that I've always been someone uh, who was afraid of making mistakes, afraid of being judged. Um, it terrifies me. I don't I don't know why. Like I think since I was little, I've always been scared of making mistakes or saying the wrong thing or or being, uh, judged for some reason. But uh, I think that was my biggest. Mountain that I climbed is just you know what if I'm not making mistakes it's not even trying so for that that I couldn't sleep with that I couldn't eat the fact that if, if I'm I'm not trying I think that makes me more um makes me stronger because I want to overcome that so the fact that I am making mistakes and saying hey listen he's he's trying he's making mistakes he's trying and that doesn't mean it's a free pass to make all the mistakes you want it's definitely write down and be strategic and do your best each time, but if you're not making mistakes, you're not trying, and um, I got to hand it to Will, because he's actually the one that really gave me that final push for this podcast, because I told him, look, I don't have anything. I I think I have a microphone, and I think that's about it, and he's like, well, just bootstrap it, man, and he's like, just do stuff, so I don't, I I understand, like, a hundred percent, he actually pushed me, and look, we're not perfect. Like we can all tell you, Deborah can tell you, Will can tell you, Eddie can tell you, everybody can tell you, do this, this, and that. Do don't do this. And it's like we're not perfect. Like we all make mistakes, and we all sometimes know we're we're effing it up. And but the whole concept is, if you're looking to start something, f you're scared of being judged, like stop being scared of be- making mistakes. Just bootstrap it. You should not be planning. Eight hours on, like, a mission statement, you should be spending, like, eight hours trying to sell it or just trying to get it going. Um, it doesn't have to be perfect. You can build a prototype. You can Good enough is good enough. Just get it to market, get people's opinion on it as soon as you can because your mind is going to be looking for ways to procrastinate like you would not imagine, and they all sound really good. So, well, uh, do you want to talk about bootstrapping or, or anything like that?
0: Um, yeah, bootstrapping. I like bootstrapping. I strapped my boots in the Army quite a bit. (laughs) Um, it's very important. You should always actually kind of do this throughout your life anyways. I mean, I grew up, I knew how to balance a checkbook and stuff like that. My parents, we weren't, we didn't have much money. We were pretty, pretty broke growing up. So it was always credit cards and then helping my mom do her, her checkbook, like hanging out, you know being a nerd that I was and uh it's very important even if you get a lot of money I think you should still bootstrap and give most of your money away like sure. I think a luxurious life is for the birds so doesn't it doesn't make doesn't make any sense
1: it's, it's kind of like who would want to be the richest person at the graveyard like yeah, why like exactly. why yeah. why yeah it's like,
0: there's no purpose in that like you're not doing anything yeah okay you got a big estate and your family's good and stuff but I mean anybody can look around and not all families are perfect just go back to that perfect perfection stuff like some people don't deserve that money you know and they're just gonna completely throw it away and then it was wasted so then all your hard work was for nothing or people families fight over states it's it's not pretty so why not just you know live how you want to live to how you need to live and then you know do other things like do other ventures like go help somebody else start a venture you know that that's that's real bootstrapping right there strapping your boots not just pinching pennies but like stepping out and doing things and whatnot so it's a little different typical bootstrapping I guess take I guess but you got anything Deb
2: um yeah so I think listening to you guys and and sort of your your thoughts and opinions about bootstrapping is uh kind of making me think about like the way that that I grew up I think I think it affects the way people see and understand bootstrapping. For example, like, Will, you were talking about growing up kind of broke and stuff. Uh, I grew up in Mexico with, like, kind, I mean, like, not a great place to be uh, at the time where I <laughs> where I lived there. Uh, my parents didn't really have a whole lot. Um, I grew up, you know, like, most of my clothes were hand-me-downs from, like, friends or, like, family. Um, so, like, hardly hardly ever did I get anything that was new and, and unique to me, um, so I definitely get, you know, having that rough start, and I, you know, like, the way, the, the way I think of it now, the way that I think of bootstrapping and, and that kind of thing is definitely, has definitely been influenced by the way that I grew up, um, because you have to be smart when you don't have enough, when you don't have all this excess money, when you can't just say, like, oh, I feel like getting a new toy today, like, I'm just gonna go buy it, like, no thoughts about uh, you know, that kind of shortage. Uh, when you when you don't have enough, you get smart about about how you use the money that you do have. And, and you make wise choices. You make everything last twice or three times or five times as long as it should. Uh, you know, you learn how to fix things. You learn how to put two things that were broken. You learn how to put them together and to make a new thing and, and entertain yourself that way. So that's... Uh, That's kind of my interpretation of bootstrapping is is not just, you know, okay, I have a budget and I'm going to try to get by with what I have, but it's, I'm going to make the most of this little budget. I'm going to see how creative I can get with these five bucks. What can I get for these five bucks? How can I make these five bucks work for me as long as I can? Um, That to me is is kind of the concept of, of bootstrapping. It's not just knowing how to balance a checkbook. It's okay, how do I make what I have? Last me as long as possible, and get me as far as I as far as it can, mm-hmm. um, which again, I think is something that all entrepreneurs have in one way or another is that that created creative thinking and and problem solving uh, and definitely bootstrapping skills that's that's kind of where they come from, at least in my perspective. Uh, anything else, Eddie? No,
1: I guess so. Uh, not I guess not on bootstrapping, but uh, I guess the t- final topic is we're gonna talk about. Um, I mean, we already kind of touched on it, but I guess they can touch on it more. Uh, so, why do you guys think people don't start? Like, why do you think? Like, from what you guys have seen, why do you think people don't start a company, or they just don't really start? Being an entrepreneur, even though uh, like I don't know, what do you guys think?
2: I'll take yeah, I'll take I'll take this one first. Uh, so I think, like I said, because I am kind of in that camp, I, I feel like I can give a a little bit of an honest sort of I guess opinion. Um, one of the reasons why I, I I don't start or I haven't started stuff until now is because I'm. I'm more of the kind of person that, that needs to have all the knowledge. So I feel like I need to go to school first and, and get all these, uh, I don't know, concepts like pounded into my brain by like three different professors. And I'm thinking, you know, like this next class is gonna show me how to do whatever it is I'm trying to do. And, and once I take this class, I'm gonna know and I'm gonna be prepared, um, which, you know, like as, I, as I've gone farther into my, my career here, uh, at UTSA. It's like, okay, yeah, the, the classes and the knowledge is, uh, is important, but what's most important is, is just applying that. It's the practice and it's getting, you know, used to getting, getting knocked out and, and falling and messing up and getting, getting those mistakes in and, and being smart about them. So one of my, I guess the biggest influences uh, of late is uh, my, my, my last employer, who is also, like, a really big mentor for me. Um, one of the lessons I learned from her is, is precisely that, um, is that making mistakes is the best the best practice um, because, well, I mean, I guess you have to be smart about how you make mistakes. So mistakes are unavoidable, and it's up to you to make them count. It's up to you to, to dig for the gold in, in each mistake you make. Uh, so... You know, it's it's not so much about being afraid of those mistakes, because if you are that way, if you are going to be afraid of making a mistake, you're going to be afraid all your life. Um, there's no avoiding mistakes. So instead of being afraid of those mistakes, uh, it's kind of deciding, well, am I afraid of making the mistake or am I more afraid that I don't learn from that mistake and I keep on making it and I keep on making it and I'm just wasting time? Um, so that to me is like the biggest hurdle um, for people to get started. You know, it's like, when are they going to learn that the mistakes are unavoidable and instead you just have to be ready to make those mistakes and be smart uh, and learn from those that's i think that's the biggest fear is it's like you're so afraid of the mistake that you don't learn from it and you keep making it and you keep making it and it's just the vicious cycle you know of of mistakes and and fear so you have to be more afraid to not ever do anything like like you said you know it's like you couldn't live with it you couldn't sleep on it so it's like okay like be more afraid of that, be more afraid of of never trying because that then you didn't do anything at the end of the day. What did you do with your life that's that's to me is is now the like the scariest thing is like oh crap, I never did anything i'm sixty five years old i'm ninety five years old whatever however however old I get, and like I look back and all of that was wasted and like that's that's crazy to me oh, okay so um yeah, I mean like it's. It's it's back to to the thing that you know Will was saying is like the money thing you know it's like what good is a whole bunch of money and a big old estate is it's the same thing it goes to waste if you're not doing anything with it um, so if you're if you're focused on making a bunch of money and you think okay I'm not gonna start until I'm ready to have this apple like empire where I'm gonna make all this money like that's that's a ridiculous goal that's not that's not where you should start um, definitely. I guess, like, a lack of passion and a lack of focus on the right passion. You know, like, if you're just this person that's passionate about money and, like, you're really into, I don't know, the daydream of being a millionaire, being able to fly wherever you want and, like, do all kinds of crazy stuff, then, like, you need to check your your priorities, uh, you know, because that's another big hurdle, you know, it's like, how many millionaires are out there that are miserable? Like, you know, they have all this money and they have nothing to show for it, you know what what are they doing? They're just sitting in some island bank you know a, a accumulating interest, but what what's coming out of that there's yeah. there's nothing there um so yeah, that's I don't know that just seems like a big obstacle is is the mindset of okay what well, what are you trying to do that is something that you know like I think we need to figure out as soon as possible um you know it's like okay what what You're drives me late like, yeah exactly already if but you haven't even started, yeah like, exactly even if
1: you started you're still late that's right like you're late you need to do it
2: yeah it's, again it's back to the to the message you know just do stuff just <laughs> do, just, do, just do, get going just it's okay to fail it's okay to fall it's okay to make a mistake as long as you learn and, and you're smart about it uh, and just yeah be be mindful of what it is you're chasing because even if you do start and you started going the wrong way, like as long as you are aware and you can turn around and and get your get your bearings, then yeah. like you're good, it's okay to make the mistake it's just yeah, just keep going
0: mm-hmm. well. well, trying to follow up on all that, um, I think that was well covered um stuff. yeah, I mean yeah, obviously, just <laughs> do stuff. that's the theme here, so anyone listening? Anybody, in school, wherever, you better be doing it. China, China. <laughs> hey, everybody, all over the world, you know, just do stuff and love it. Yeah. Take pride in what it, whatever you're doing. Yeah. Like, don't, never, don't cheat yourself. You know, don't why do half-hearted stuff or to cuss half-assed. You know, it's, that's wasting your time. So, don't do that. Um, but why people don't start. Um, well, I guess personal, like, uh, opinion, um, been introverted most of my life, um, always like, made friends and stuff like that, likable type guy, I guess, um, but I was always pretty reserved, um, need that recharge time or whatever they call it and stuff like that, uh, it's where I get my creative works from, kind of being in a a dark hole somewhere and you know and then some light just blinds me or whatever and then you know and then I just run with it so but um I think that's a big problem why people don't start they feel like they don't have connections and stuff like that Um, which is kind of weird to me because I'm like almost like one of the older type millennials and So, I grew up before internet was actually existing. So, I'm in that weird middle ground, like, um, but everybody's so connected now. So, like, your networks are automatically, like, quite large compared to what it was before. But still, I think just because maybe it's on the internet or it's not, like, real impersonal, like, Maybe they just, you still feel you don't know the people you need to know or whatever, but rather the question is you're not really asking, like, who you do know, if they know, like, or point you in some kind of direction. Like, usually stuff's hidden right underneath your face, but you don't just observe it or whatever. Maybe you're staring at your phone too much or something, you know. I don't know. Like my, like Deb said, be mindful, you know? Just look around, see what's going on. I mean, you know, I've had tons of moments where I've just, like, been somewhere and I ran into somebody, and then it's like, oh, hey, my husband had startup venture capital ex- experience and a licensing patent lawyer, you know, and blah, blah, blah. So that's just, you know, stuff like that just, Coincidences, uh, serendipitous, you know, all kinds of stuff. So definitely try and just connect or whatever. Or just, I don't know, bob for some apples, you know, like Halloween or whatever. I don't know if people still do that. People still do that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you know, just go take a random plunge, yeah try and bite hold of something and pull something out or something mm-hmm. um and the other thing a lot of people lack perseverance I think it's like everyone's so quick to hate now especially on social media you know stuff like that so it's like ah oh, you know you gotta back to perfection pretty much you know like Oh, you you know, you show some feelings or some emotions or you have some like outburst and then it's like you're ruined, you know? So, (laughs) but you're not ruined. But a lot of people just never get over that stuff. But just all unoriginal stuff here, I guess, you know, take day by day, Carpe Diem, whatever, (laughs) you know? Not that, what was that new thing? That was a thing, YOLO, right? Oh, Oh, God, no. I'm sorry. Anyways, um yeah, perseverance definitely I mean people touched on it here. Eddie said it, Deb said it, you know, get knocked out, get back up, you know. Oh this is like never it's like this isn't new. Like obviously I feel like I'm just regurgitating. <laughs> I, I'm a fan of originality, but it's always so hard to come by. So rather just find something and make it better like some new political like structure, you know, and philosophize, you know, do some restructure some formulas for math, make it more interesting, I don't know, like do something. There's plenty of things you could just innovate on. So back to it again, just do stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah carpet carpet stuff, carpet DM stuff. All right, so we're going to get close to wrapping it up. Uh shout out to the one person in China listening to it. Um and I guess I'll lightly talk about it before we close up. I think, uh, yeah, why my opinion or why I see it as people don't start is because, number one, I think personally it might do something with their health. When I mean health, it's like they're either not sleeping well or they're just not eating enough nutrition. So uh, if you're finding yourself always tired and just kind of not in a good mood... That's kind of something you should look into as far as like your nutrition and your diet and exercise. It made a huge deal with me. I, I can tell you personally. Like I don't. It might help you too. This might be a wake up call. But if you're finding yourself always tired, you you need to look into that. And I'm telling you, I know what that's like. And it's not should not be permanent. So change your diet. Look into it. <clears throat> Number two is they're kind of. Uh, I think some people are just cheap. They don't want to buy books because they don't see the value in them. They think they know everything. They think, oh, what's this self-development book? Like, why would I buy a Guy Kawasaki book? It's like, an investment. In exactly. So that's exactly – so that he said it right. An entrepreneur would see it as an investment. Someone else would be like, well, I can just buy a beer and alcohol or something else. And, and it's like they're just cheap. Um, they don't read because they're just cheap. They don't want to spend $15 on a book because they don't think – that little book can help them make millions of dollars, you know. Um, <clears throat> and number three, uh, the last part is I think people are just scared of being judged or they feel like they have to be a part of a team. Um, I'm going to be the rogue one, and I'm going to say you don't need a team. I started sick by myself, and honestly, I love every second of it because – I don't know. Like, there's a they're saying it's like if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, you know, do it with a group of people. Well, my philosophy right now is I just want to go fast and I just want to get things done. And then, if the time comes, you know, I'll grow Sitka with people. Uh, it's not to say that I hate people, but uh, I just don't like the whole idea of like, hey, let's call a meeting and like let's take ten hours to agree on the font of a website. That should not matter. That should not matter at all. Um, so it's this whole idea of like, you need to have a group of people supporting you. Honestly, the only person you really need is yourself and a group of friends that are going to support you. Um, your friends aren't going to understand it. Your family's not going to really support you. No one's really going to support you, but guess what? As long as you can lift your own hands up and you can read and you can pick up yourself and you can go to the gym or you can go get things done and type, guess what? You're the one doing it no one else is behind doing it the action so it's you so yeah uh it looks like time is up is anyone have any final thoughts final thoughts just do stuff yeah
0: just, just, do stuff. Uh, just do
1: stuff yeah just do stuff thank you for listening to our first episode uh appreciate it so much guys hope you guys have a good oh actually we hope to see you guys on the next episode so thanks
2: for having me
0: thanks for having me
2: yeah, it's been, a, it's been a, really interesting experience. So, thanks Eddie if you will, doing for, for
1: this. Just start, all right? Just literally start. You should not be thinking about it too much, all right? Just do it. Just do stuff. All right, ciao.